gentlemen welcome back to the no boundaries podcast where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings please remember to rate and review us on apple itunes on soundcloud on google play i don't know what it is you do on spotify but whatever it is that you do do please go and do do that y'all already know who it is young tracksuit hovito the boy willie f f stands for fade all that was a good one hey I, gotta explain since, it though. Since y'all are upset we didn't give a show last week, but we did give almost two hours of content on a Saturday night. Hashtag no boundaries after dark. I mean, y'all lucky. Oh, you're, you're, you're lucky you're getting this episode right now, <laughs> honestly. But <laughs> the shamble god is a benevolent god, so we're here. Wow. Yeah, we're here, we're here, we're here, man. But before we jump into it, um, how's your week been going? Hey, it's been all right. Since, since Sunday, like, you know, since Sunday, you know. It's, it's been busy. It's been all right. It got a lot of uncertainty up in the air right now. This Drake song is a fucking banger. What Drake song? The Laugh Now, nah, Cry Later. Oh yeah, oh, I ain't heard it. I, I, I know you haven't heard it. Yeah, I keep the new Drake song is a banger. I know you don't keep up with music like that, and you know you just happen to hear it on the radio like that. I go out and seek it from time to time, and yeah, like Trick or Trey say, that boy don't miss. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I'm pretty sure in Houston I'll hear it on the radio eventually. Yeah, at least, a, at least a freaking um, the hook or something. Uh, because it doesn't matter what Drake puts out, Houston radio is gonna blast it at least seven times an hour. Hey, at least seven times an hour. Like it's his home away from home. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just I don't go far enough to, to to where I need to plug up my phone, but I do have to have like some type of noise. So every now and then the radio will come on. It kind of baffles me when people say they don't listen to the radio at all. I'm like, eh, I guess. I just sometimes I, I do get in my car and I'm like, okay. Let me just take this little five-minute, seven-minute drive. I just don't feel like it's enough for me to put in, to hook up my iPhone. I always hook up my phone. Always. Really? Yeah. Five minutes to the grocery store, I hook up my phone. I don't don't even know the radio station's in Charlotte yet. Damn. Okay. Okay. You you um you connect Bluetooth or you got to plug it up? Like, I plug mine up. Plug it up, Apple Play. Okay, yeah. Yeah, my my car is a little older, so the, the Apple Play, the AirPlay, technically, I don't have that. No. But hey, more power to you, man. I don't. I just it's just 
it's not a habit of mine, dog. So yeah, I, unfortunately, every now and then I'm 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 um harassed by Houston radio. But even then, a lot of times, just depending on what time of day it is, uh, it, it could be on sports radio, like it could be on a local station. I don't know. Sometimes, but sometimes I can be listening and I can be sitting in a light long enough, and I'm like, oh, I, I hear some bullshit. I'm like, I don't want to hear this. Then I'll just change it. But anyways, yeah, I'll eventually hear the song. You're saying it's a banger. I haven't. Uh, I'm guessing that's the that he has a video for that song too, right? Yeah. That's the video with the meme. That's the he's like multiple memes that yeah. are circulating. You, you know, you I know our culture. We we just go looking for the memes. There's no context or anything like that. We're looking for just just the memes. Not that he made yeah. a deep thought provoking video, but you know we're here for the memes. Laugh now. I, I see that the name of his album is The Lover Boy, right? Certified Lover Boy. Oh, the Certified Lover Boy. Okay, okay. Huh. I guess he's finally uh, accepting who he is. Say, I <laughs> like I like a rapping Drake. I've I've said this on record so many times. I like a rapping Drake. So if he gives me, you know, sixty percent raps, I'll probably mess with the album. But you get out there, you're trying to give me 50-50 or you're trying to sing too much, we're going to have issues. And with a title like Certified Lover Boy, I feel like I'm headed towards some issues. But I'm just going to wait and see. Hmm. Okay. The, the last few Drake albums, I, I it took me a while to listen to them. It's, 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 I want to say it's one album I still, even, I still haven't listened to to this day. Like in full, but yeah. Have you listened to the Beyonce album? No, I have not or listened to the Beyonce album, or the. Oh, I, I haven't even watched the Disney Plus Blackest King thing. Blackest King, okay, okay. Uh, that kind of faded away. I haven't heard too much. Is this song? Is, is that song with Megan Thee Stallion on there? I, I, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt. Oh, okay. It. I highly doubt it. Uh, I mean, I don't know that. I don't know what the. Black is King is about. I don't know. I didn't know if that was just an album name or is this like a pro-black album? I wouldn't know. I, I think it's a short film of some sort on, on Disney Plus. I think. Damn, a short film? I think. You must have got a nice check. Oh, they'll okay. cut. Okay. I, I mean, you cut Beyonce a nice check because she's going to bring you. She's going to bring it in. That, that, that's somebody that's okay. going to bring you. That's going to get you. That's, that's good on their return. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was just wondering, man, uh, we, since we talk about music. Uh, okay, okay. But um, did you get a chance to watch that Project Power that came out on Netflix? No, I have not watched Project Power on Netflix. I have middling interest in watching Project Power on Netflix because I don't really like the premise. Okay, okay. What is the premise? That you take this pill and then you have a power for like five minutes or something like that okay and okay. it just seemed a little yeah <sighs> i don't know i feel like it's 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 an overdone concept but at the same time i'm probably gonna get bored enough to watch it it just wasn't on high demand i've been watched i just finished um teenage bounty hunters and it was absolutely horrible but i watched all 10 episodes because there was nothing else to do. Jesus, what is that about? I never even heard of that. These two girls, they get into a little minor fender bender in their dad's truck with a bounty hunter chasing his bounty or whatever. And so they decide to work for him to make money to fix the dad's truck. And then they end up just having a full-time job with him and all other kind of teenage shenanigans happen. 
Oh yeah, that sounds awful. It was horrible. That sounds awful. It was. What what, what uh what uh, is that? Amazon, Netflix. That, that was on Netflix. Hulu. Oh okay okay yeah Netflix is uh I've said this many times Netflix is going down the drain. It's so much trash on there. When you find a gym, you know you find a gym because it's like okay yeah people are talking about it. But uh, for, for instance, Project Power, I realized that kind of got swept under the rug because that that shit was horrible. I mean, you watched it? It, it was, yeah, yeah. It was it was so fucking cringy. Like, it, they couldn't have a scene without reminding you that they were in New Orleans. That annoyed the fuck out of me. I didn't understand that, but that annoyed me. It annoyed me that Jamie Foxx, as great as an actor as he is. He just kind of, it just kind of feels like he's just the same guy from Baby Driver over and over and over again now. And like, he's hooked to that. You remember what he was in Baby Driver? Like he was more of a villainous type character, but he was good. Like Baby Driver, he was good. Like yeah. I, I liked him in Baby Driver because Baby Driver was a good movie. But it was, it was very original for what it was. Hollywood is struggling with that, man. Hollywood is struggling with that because I believe Hollywood is doing so much pandering right now that they can't just put out genuine content. I kind of feel like when they get these black actors and actresses that they just try to focus on the the political aspect of, look, we have a black person in a role and it just takes away from the movie. It's like... I kind of feel like if you would have changed some of the characters in this movie and really got with people that had some actual acting prowess, you probably could have took this movie to the next level. Although you say that it's a concept that's overdone, like a limitless maybe, I still feel like this movie... Yeah, yeah, this movie still could have been great, but once again, it was so much focused... it It was so much focused on the fact that you had this little black girl that was taking care of her dying single mom and she wanted to be a rapper. It, it just, it didn't flow well. And as a person that really enjoys movies and I see what works, it's all about a chemistry, man. And I just really feel like you take away from the chemistry of an action movie when you start trying to pander. Like, dude, like, Let's focus on a good story. I think me, you, and Sean talked about that. Yeah. And it just really bothers me. Was that on an episode or was that on a group chat? I think that was on an episode because we talked about Captain Marvel and not really having a good story. Like, they leaned too heavily on the female lead and the story being and the story being about the female but not having an actual good story. When, when you were growing up in the 90s, in early 2000s, do you recall really watching movies where you felt, especially action movies, where you felt like an action movie wasn't for you as a male? No. What about when you watched Charlie's Angels, probably? No, not really. Like, I... I, No, no. Go ahead. You were about to say something. I was, I was, I was just thinking. Like, I just felt like it was an action movie. I didn't feel like it was pandering to a, a, a sex or anything. Like, I knew that Charlie's Angels were all female. I knew this, but I, there wasn't a 
hey, I'm going to throw female into your face excessively throughout the movie. Like, I knew they were all female. Like, Tomb Raider. I know Laura Croft is female, but you're not making it blatantly obvious that she's female. Like, she's just a badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Resident Evil? Were you were you into that? Resident Evil or Underworld? Yeah, yeah. I like I like both of those series. Okay, okay. Did you ever get a chance to watch Eon Flux? I watched it a little on MTV, but at that age, I had no idea what was going on. I was just like... What about the actual movie with Charlize Theron? I don't think I watched the actual movie, no. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, fast forward. Well, still on that on that topic. Do you you can't speak for women, but for the women out there watching or listening, do you think women ever grew up feeling out of place when watching an action movie? Feeling like even in a, a male dominated movie that they didn't feel that a female like the female or the woman uh, had a, a a role that was demeaning or insulting to them. Like I can, I think I can recall one movie. I think I had went back and watched um, Demolition Man, and I just kind of felt like Sandra Bullock's character was watered down. But then again, I kind of feel like it was done like that on purpose. But because um, I was watching it, and then I was thinking about how dope she was in Speed. Yeah. And I really feel like when I was watching Speed, Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, they both were solid characters. Like it never, I never felt, and I rewatched Speed, and I never felt that Sandra Bullock was watered down or Keanu Reeves was watered down. Even when I went, I I'd reach, I reach, I rewatched Bad Boys, the 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 best Bad Boys movie, uh, part one. I, um, I just wanted to just make sure you everybody had to get that understood out there. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bad Boys one and Bad Boys three, those were those were Bad Boys three was was good. Bad Boys two was trash. I don't care what anybody says. But um, even even the it was funny because I was rewatching Bad Boys one and I forgot. Oh, homegirl's name with the crooked nose, but um, she she reminded me of a modern woman today, but she still had a bit of badass to her, to where she wasn't annoying. And Will Smith and Martin Lawrence were you can't remember it, can you? I cannot remember it. No. Dang, yeah, yeah, I can't even. I mean, I just watched it maybe like within the year, so I can't really. I don't want to get too far into it. But when you when you rewatch these movies, ladies and gentlemen, just 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 tell me and be honest. Like it's it's okay. You ain't gotta agree with me. I personally feel that when I watch these movies, it wasn't any pandering. I didn't feel like you like I didn't feel like Hollywood was trying to force me to do to live a certain way. They just these movies just they were just fun to watch. Even when I think I I think I need to watch um the Austin Powers with Beyonce in it. I think that it was probably one of those movies where you could probably say, oh well Beyonce's character was watered down. Like I said, I'm pretty sure they're out there. But even then, with a movie like Austin Powers, I never really took any seriousness from it. So I'm pretty sure Beyonce's character did what she was supposed to do. If that makes sense, but but either way, man, fast forward to twenty twenty. Did you ever get a chance to watch the old guard? I never got all the way through that. No, I Why heard not? it was I heard it was real good, and then I started it, and I think I think at that that time frame when it was out, I just wasn't watching a lot of TV. Like I had it on as background noise, but I wasn't watching a lot of TV. 
Bro, out of all the shit that we look, listen, you, 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 I'm struggling here. You watch teenage bounty hunters, bro, and you ain't watch a solid one and a half hour, two hour movie, but you watch teenage fucking bounty hunters. What's going on, man? Look, I'm, I'm bothered. Now. Look, let me tell you this: the last movie I, I watched. Look. I don't want to look. You need to. You need to look, explain yourself. Bro. Look, if if I need to explain myself, then you gotta look. So. <laughs> The last time I watched a movie was, I think I told you when I woke up in the middle of the night and I just happened to watch Black Panther again. But it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, it, my, my attention span isn't operating at a level to watch a movie. I'm, le- I'm, I'm operating at a level, you got 45 minutes, max. And honestly, I'm pretty I, sure Black Panther is two hours. Do what? I'm pretty sure Black Panther is two hours. Exactly, but I watched it at three o'clock in the morning. I didn't have shit else to do. I had teenage bounty hunters on while I was doing work. Like it was, it was noise, but like it was in, I, it was in front of me, so I could watch it. But man, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me to the to the point where I just can't sit there and watch a movie. I tried to watch The Gentleman the other day, and I got a good fifteen minutes into it, and it's like, all right, I can't watch this. <laughs> Bro, that's not even. How is that even humanly possible to watch? Okay, okay let me stop. Because I tried to watch Harriet the other day, and I watched forty minutes of it. Once again, this is one. These are one of these movies where I just feel like, rewind ten years back, you probably could have got me to watch Twelve Years a Slave, just based on the fact that I was just trying to see the his, historical context and try to see if it was going to be something unique about it, which there wasn't. But Harriet, Harriet was 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 shameful. It was a shameful movie. It was embarrassing. Hollywood should be ashamed of themselves for that movie. And it was still it was still one of those movies where, in my opinion, you know, I, I can understand you can only get through it forty minutes and turn it off. But fifteen minutes, my guy, fifteen minutes. I, I just went, sure I just went in the pornos. space. I just went in the space. You didn't you, you didn't you didn't watch pornos longer than fifteen minutes, bro. It does not take me fifteen minutes to get to where I'm going. <laughs> By myself? What the hell am I watching? Fifteen like minutes. What am I watching? Fifteen minutes hey. worth of porn for? Hey, the, no, is is the storyline that good? That's hey. That's what I'm saying. Am I, am I, try, am I trying, trying to, get, to figure out? Am I trying to get take some notes on how he got them cheeks? <laughs> fifteen minutes. 40. God. Hey. Okay. God. Hey. You talking about fifteen minutes of a movie that you purposely put on to watch? And you couldn't get through it for fifteen minutes because your attention span. You need to. You need some counseling, bro. Bro, high key, I did. I was like, oh, I, I, I wanted to see this movie and turn this shit on. And I was there. And I was like, okay, damn, they shot up Matthew McConaughey right there from the jump. I wonder why. And then, about ten minutes later, I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't oh, care anymore. You let me tell you something, bro. I probably watch TV twice in a week and just and, and since old guard has come out i'm certain that i've watched more tv than you and that's crazy because i know for a fact that you probably put the tv on more than i do just i mean just based on the fact that you would be like you were seven you're home yeah and you're putting the tv on it's like so you're attempting to put the tv on you have to tell the people listening what type of mindset you have to where you can't watch more than 16 minutes of a movie that you purposely put on. Bro, what I'm, kind I'm, of I'm trying to think because when I turn the TV on in the morning, it's on it's on ESPN. It's 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 on Get Up. 
and it's in the background. Like I'm not even watching it. I'm listening to it. Maybe. And if and if I got too much confusing shit going on at work, I turn it off because I can't. My mind can't operate like that. And then in the afternoon, it's probably just Law and Order reruns, and I'm not even watching them shits because I've probably seen the majority of them already. Like I don't. You talk about SVU. Oh yeah, SVU. I don't even. I don't even know okay. what the other ones are anymore. <laughs> it's a bunch of them hoes. But go ahead. It's a bunch of them hoes, but it's like the way that the my mental capacity right now has been completely altered in the past 90 days. Like not it's okay. Like like dating back July 4th. July 4th. Let's just say back to July 4th. I'd say even Which, further. That's I'd not, say, even, that's not further, even I know further. I'm just but, saying so since early July. Yeah. Cuz there's been a lot of movies that come out since early July. Has there? Movies yes. that's come out the movies and season, yeah, dog. Netflix is dominating the scene right now. It's it's plenty of fire stick movies and movies that have come out. I can't name off the top of my head, but if you look at the No Boundary page, movies have been watched. <laughs> I, I, I can tell. Watched, let, let, let me tell so, you what I've been doing. I've been doing curls while on conference calls. I've been doing a hundred push ups a day, and I've been trying to get my mile time down. And I've been watching what I think- eat. Watching what you eat, but you ain't watching no TV. But I ain't watching you. no TV. I got you. I'm, I'm sitting there, I was like, all right, if I eat this pack of fruit snacks, that's 80 calories. Cool. If I drink this Gatorade with these fruit snacks, that's 160 calories. That's 20 minutes of me lifting while I'm on the phone call. Like, I'm doing stuff like that. And it's it's kind of okay, like... Okay, so, so your mind is full. Okay, I got you. But even, even with that, the bubble, you know, watching the NBA in the bubble... I've watched I've watched some games. I'm not gonna lie. I I watched when when Phoenix started getting hot. I watched maybe their last three or four games, you know. But it wasn't me just sitting there watching basketball. It's shit is on while I'm doing other things. Like I I don't know why I feel like I can't just sit still at this point. And maybe it's because I've just been sitting still in this house since I got back. And even when I was in Texas, I was sitting still in the house. And then. I went and for the funeral, and it was like I came in Friday and I left on a Sunday. Like I wasn't there in no time. Like maybe, uh, maybe you know these walls are closing in on me. And like I was thinking about going to Charleston for the weekend, but apparently it's some kind of storm in the Gulf, or not the Gulf. I'm not by the Gulf. Some storm in the Atlantic, and so it's like everything's going to be washed out this weekend. So again, I'll probably be bricked into this apartment. By myself, because contrary to what y'all think on the live, ain't no hoes coming through here. I mean, you can keep around all you want. It still doesn't make it, still doesn't make it the truth. Just saying, bro. Sick and speaking y'all. of the live, uh, those were some. There were there were some uh, good suggestions on the candle scents, and uh, I definitely I definitely ordered some, and I think you should do the same. So when you have company, they have something to enjoy. Other than your farts, I got Febreze for my farts. Thank you very much. I'm just saying, you said it, bro. And I got but and nah, I got man. the Glade. I got the Glade plug-in joints. Oh, the oil scented, the oils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I keep those. Okay. Okay. So it's okay. not just well, funky I'm not, in here. I got you. I got you. Well, I'm not gonna waste my time on that topic because I, I, if I'm gonna talk about something, I definitely would rather you have I'd rather give feedback. So I'm not gonna get all deep in the movies and you just you just listen to me. I ain't doing that today. We didn't we didn't already missed a week. So if we gonna talk about something, it gotta be somewhere we can go back and forth and actually have some decent dialogue. You got that, sir? 
So step yeah. your movie watching shit up so I'm not just sitting here sounding stupid. Well, clearly, then do something other than watch movies. And shit, I watch I watch movies. I'm getting out the house. I mean, shit, I, I listen to R&B more than I listen to rap. I'm sorry. Rap is trash to me. I can see uh, rap is, uh, 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 Most modern day rap is trash, and I really don't care about Drake that much. Like, Drake is cool, but to me, you know, he's he's taken up a part of the game to where it's like, I hear Drake now. It's like, uh, Drake, all right, cool. I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> but the, I mean, like, I mean, people make things on bullshit, but like, I still haven't listened to that WAP song. Like, I've, I've heard the chorus and I've seen, you know, Cardi B running around with her titties out and shit, but like, I just, when I see rap, I don't have a genuine interest in it. When I see R&B, when I see The Weeknd, Snow Allegra, uh, Janae Aiko, or somebody like that dropping music, I'm interested, you know? Um, but I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I've, I've jammed Logic this year. I like Polo G's music, you know? I, 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 I dab every now and then, but I'm not listening to Pop Smoke. I'm not listening to 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 New Drake or Uzi Vert or whatever. Like, I'll listen to it on the fly. I'm just not. It's just not interesting to me. And I'm not gonna put it on to only listen to 15 minutes of it. If I'm gonna listen to it, I'm gonna listen to it. <laughs> just saying, bro. Just saying. Funny thing is, I was heading to the track the other day, and I it was it was about 80 degrees out here, so I had the windows down and everything, and you know I had the stereo turned up with the wind and. And so, and now I pull up, and I, I was, I think I was coming to the intersection, and the, the WAP song come on, and it's like, I gotta roll my windows up because I just, <laughs> I just can't be out here in this car by myself, jamming wet ass pussy. I just can't. I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't know if that's a male thing or, or my insecurity, but I can't just be jamming this with the windows down like this. I gotta roll these windows up. I didn't change the song. I just rolled the windows up. But see, that's that's weird because it, it the question that's been coming towards men as of recently about this WAP song, people tend to want to revert back to the 90s and early 2000s where there were more derogatory songs put out. And my question is, I really feel as if that's a sign that people haven't grown up. You know, does that make sense to you? Like, you're you're talking about 15, 16-year-old me jamming Trina Trick Daddy. And then you fast forward to 35-year-old me, and you're like, why you got a problem now? And I'm just kind of looking at people like, damn, bro, like, I wasn't supposed to grow up. You know, like, it's like, not only wasn't I supposed to grow up, but like, am I not supposed to realize what's being said and how damaging this is to the community? I just I, I don't and, and once again, the 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 talks that come behind it, it doesn't feel like when I was listening to Trick Daddy and Trina that it was any male bashing or female bashing, but now it just kind of feels like the energy is off to where it's like yeah y'all niggas got to step out the way females taking over and it's just like where is this coming from like what is this what what, what why is this vitriol aimed at something that has been dominated by men by men for years. And not dominated by men for years because men were just given the given the green light because they were men. No, dominated by men because they were statistically better at it and because they created it. But it, it just it just baffles me that we've got to this point. And it's funny because I hear you say you feel uncomfortable when you hear this song, but there whoa, has whoa, to be whoa, an whoa, energy whoa, in this whoa, song. Whoa. You feel not... uncomfortable when you you uh, uncomfortable enough to roll your windows up. Yeah. Because and and that's just that just and like I said I didn't change the song because I like the song, 
I, I, I think the song's very creative. I, the metaphors okay. are on point. But me being a man with a certain level of machismo, I guess you could say, I didn't feel comfortable being in the car by by myself jamming it. Like if I if I pulled up at the light and I was had the windows down and I was jamming Teenage Dream by Katy Perry, I'd probably roll those windows up too. But if I had Eve Scorpion album on, windows would stand down. I'm not gonna lie. That's a classic album. I love that album. And she's a far better rapper than any female today. This is very true. This is very true. I mean, it's just, just, I mean, it is what it is. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that there was no pandering involved. And I said this on the show before, the Missy Elliott's, the Eve's. I mean, even the even the Bubblegum Trina, like, the Bubblegum rapping Trina, for her time, was still more solid than a lot of the stuff you hear today. You know, except, you know, obviously there's a few, you got your Rhapsody, and, you know, there's a few of them that I personally feel like when they just get to rapping, it's it's perfect. But when it just gets to this pandering and this this bashing, it's like, where is this energy coming from? And listen, you got to understand something. I understand the bashing, but it's almost like a mental illness is there when you realize that your top consumer base is who you're bashing. That's what I don't get about the action movies. It's like, you want to be little men and talk shit about men in these movies, but you want men to consume these movies. I'm getting, I mean, eventually, you feel as a man, just I'm not supporting this shit. Turn around and you're going to be sitting there like, why are, why are our movies failing? Why are we not selling records? Uh, maybe because you're bashing men. Maybe because you're bashing people in general. I don't, and, and I've said this on the show before. If you're in somewhere where you're unhappy, why do you cons- why do you constantly consume it? What is, I think that that's a mental illness, my, in my personal opinion. If, 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 if you're someplace you you're, you're not... be of the mind. You, might, you must love abuse. You must be addicted to pain. I, I don't... Like, I feel if, you, if you're in a place and you don't like it there and you're not doing anything to improve it, you're just sitting there. I, I guess waiting on a miracle to come and there's no no work taking place, then yeah, you're addicted to pain. Now, if you if you keep going to that well and doing the same same actions, thinking that that's gonna be any different, then you're an idiot. But if you're actually in there, you're putting in work because you want to be in that place and you want that place to look. You can love America and still want it to be better. You can love your spouse and still want your spouse to be better. You can love your kids and still want your kids to be better. Two things can be true at the same time. And I think as a society, we don't we don't kind of grasp that. Like you can love WAP and think that it's over sexualized. Two things can be true. Yeah, this is a great song, but I think it's just too explicit. That could be true. And I and I and I think the more that we turn away from from I, I guess you call it free think, and the more we bottle ourselves, the more we get into okay. Only one thing can be true at a time. Definitely. It's the same thing with the COVID-19 thing. Like, I can sit here and say, yes, COVID-19 is real. But at the same time, the government is using it in a malicious way to divide and conquer. It's And, and just because you hear the word hoax doesn't mean that somebody thinks that it's fake. They just, they're letting you know that they know that it is a bigger problem being um covered up 
in order to once again divide and conquer. So, like you said, uh, for like uh, for a more buzzword term, the sense of nuance is is just it's a it doesn't exist. It's like there is no in between. The gray area has totally eviscerated. Um, but uh, let me pause for a second. What's the score on the game? Forty-three to forty, Portland. Okay, okay, game's getting tight. Okay, so my thing is, since we're pretty much, it really, this this show kind of just feels like a recap almost. Yes, on this show, I have once said that if you don't like this country, in my honest opinion, it would be a smart thing to do, which is leave. If you really hate this place so much, it would be smart to leave because I feel like if you think about it, that's why immigrants come here. They come here because they are leaving countries that they don't like and they want to come to a country where they feel it's better. And and that that type of thinking doesn't make me a conservative, liberal because for the most part both sides are full of idiots. But the the main the main thing is that just makes me a person that feels like I'm okay with being in charge of my situation. I'm okay with personal responsibility. If my goal in life was to be in an environment that I liked, I enjoyed, I would do everything I could to get myself to that position. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I mean, that's I feel like when I I feel like when I look at you, like that's where you are in life. You had decisions to make in life, and whether you want to believe it or not, you put those self you put yourself in the in that situation in order to be like, yeah, this is where I want to be. I like it here. If you ever put yourself in a situation that you don't like, and you sit there and you bask in it and you like, oh man, I hate it here. Eventually, you have to look at yourself like those like like the women or the men that consume things that they do not like. And in 2020, I understand that it is cool to be anti-American. I was reading this post about the the hitchhiking robot. You heard about the hitchhiking robot? (laughs) Of course I haven't heard about the Uh, hitchhiking robot. Yeah. (laughs) The hitchhiking robot, uh, it says, uh, a hitchhiking robot that relied on the kindness of strangers to travel the world made it successfully across Canada, Germany, and the Netherlands before it was found with its head and arms ripped off just two weeks into its first American tour. And apparently when I dug a little deeper, it, it got ripped apart like in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Listen, man, I get it. It's cool to be like America's full of shitty entitled people, but the fact of the matter is, this is just anti-American propaganda, which is designed to put a lot of you people in a place of, you know what? America is not doing it right. Let's let somebody else take over. And right now, even if you're fast-forwarding into November, I'm going to say it again. There's a lot of people that think that the next election is basically just China versus Russia. I don't know how true that is. I don't. I, I can't tell you. I know for one, we do have a lot of corporations out here that are owned by China. NBA is one of them. The, yep. the Ch- China runs the NBA. Definitely. And you, you have to try to do your own due diligence and just realize that America pretty much was, it just got too big. The empire that is America just pretty much got too, it got too big. And it just kind of seems like it had to sell its soul to the highest bidder. And it really seems like it could be China or Russia or or maybe even an entity that we don't really see. Go ahead. I mean, the, the last election alone proved that America can be bought. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But what do you mean by that, though? It, it, it means that you can come in and you can manipulate and you can put 
as a as an outside country, you can put who you want in power of another country. Well, and by another country, I mean America, because I don't see us putting people in power of anywhere except Saudi Arabia, and we're over there for oil. Like that's 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 the only thing. Like we do, we we talk about this all this um, Israel and Palestine stuff, and we we have no input whatsoever. But at the last election, proved that First hey, if, if, if if you pull the right strings, you put the right people in power, you might have to manipulate Facebook or whatever. But shit, you know, Americans don't pay attention. They they they're content consumers, and they'll consume the content without thinking about it. So it is what it is. Consume, consume, consume. Man, this overconsumption of garbage is going to be the death of us, I swear. But you, you, you put up you put up a fascinating point when you said we're in Israel and Palestine and we don't need we don't have you, you know, that, that war's been going on. I call that the, the infinite war. That war's been going on for, for years, man, for, for decades, centuries. The fact of the matter is Israel is one of those was one, is one of those countries that has a, a really really strong influence on American politics. I won't get into that because that would bore the shit out of our audience, but just understand something. You now live in a country, and I'm going to say it again, you live in a country that has sold its soul to to the highest bidder. And the more you the more you become I hate to say it less patriotic, the easier it's going to be for the soul to get ripped from society as well. It's one thing to have your government to be, you know, a shitty government where they were their souls were already bought. But it's even worse when you have citizens walking around that don't value the soil that they walk on. And they're just like, hey, fuck it here. Like there are so many people that are quick to look and say, man, Americans are fucking stupid. Look how they're handling the pandemic and the COVID crisis. But then you see news in Wuhan, China, where the virus you know, was created or born and they're fucking having full on concert mosh pits. Biggest pool party ever. Having a fucking time of dude. And and nope and, and it's none of the major news networks besides Jerry News and that's a low key private. If you don't really know about Jerry News then you don't really you wouldn't really know about it. It's it's really it's really for people that want to know the news and people that want to know a little bit more news and even Jerry news is biased, but at the same time, Jerry news is going to, if they're going to report on their shit, but you're not going to see that on CNN, MSNBC, you know, ABC, well, you know, snitch network, but that just <laughs> lets you know, do be snitching. These, boy, ABC be snitching. And it's, it, and once again, it really feels like this comes from a mindset of we're snitching so you as an American can continue to hate the American public. Like we want you to despise your neighbor. Oh, you're, you you have neighbors that have kids that are at this party in Georgia and this ain't nothing but a COVID party. Look at your neighbors. Look at their kids. They're all shitty. And then, and then you, and you're sitting there and you're asking yourself like, damn, like my neighbors don't care about my health. At my all. neighbors don't care about me and all and all this becomes this all becomes this 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 you just gain this inner hatred for your neighbor rather than this love for your neighbor and then don't get me started on the whole keep the churches closed and how there's an attack on christianity because all this stuff is alive and in our faces whether people want to realize it or not 
the state of convenience that we as Americans have adapted to is just as dangerous as the overconsumption of the garbage that we consume. Because too many of us are satisfied with being delivered, being hand delivered shit that we really don't need. And a lot of the shit that we're that we're getting is 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 misinformation. It's like we're just okay with getting these bold titles and not reading them. We're just okay with being told, oh, there is a there is a um quarantine happening in Pennsylvania and in certain other counties and you know whatever it, because of some some tree bugs and the first thing you say say you like, put some on, respect on the landing fly you know? man fuck them land fuck them tree bugs <laughs> look man these tree parasites as far as we know are harmless to humans just like the murder hornets they have these things are not attacking human beings why are we in an uproar over shit that ain't bothering us? It is, you know why? It's because people are okay with consuming information and not reading the facts. Just give me bold headlines, which is the information, mm-hmm. and that's it. We're not going to dig any deeper. Like the first thing you asked me was, why they're doing this if this shit is something that lives off of trees? Like, what's the problem? Leave these motherfucking things alone, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Why we put, put some pesticides on the trees and keep it moving. Keep. <laughs> why do, why do I gotta be in our food? Why do I need to be stuck in the house if 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 they not worried about me? They minding their own business. Me as me as the banker, I should be able, but should be worried about them because they not worried about me. Now, see, me as the gardener, the landscape artist, or me as the tree hugger, whoever, then I should be worried. To an extent. To an Not extent. Not to the point of let me stay in. Yeah, to the point of let me stay in the house until somebody else figures it out. Like, bruh, why don't you figure it out? That's what, I mean, I'm, and I'm not saying take it into your own hands like a vigilante, but we as human beings, like, we want, we are dapped. It's like, damn, I see a strange bug. Okay, let, let me. I mean, and you said like somebody that's somebody that is proficient in the garden, landscaping. You know, maybe even in you know pest control. They're not just gonna just be like, oh, I'm gonna let somebody else handle it. A lot of them are gonna handle it themselves. They're gonna be like, okay, let me catch this shit. Let me, you know, I'll report it. But for the most part, like, let me safeguard myself from this shit because it ain't like this bug is gonna mutate into a goddamn transformer and kill me it's a fucking bug man just like it's a fucking virus motherfuckers are literally trapped in their houses right now terrified to go watch a movie that costs 15 cents (laughs) movie costs 15 cents bro and they're terrified to go watch this movie because they don't know how to handle themselves with the virus floating around this is where we are, bro. But but an, another you point. Literally... Another point. Twenty six counties in Pennsylvania and eight counties in New Jersey. This bug is native to China and South Korea. You know how far you gotta come to fuck some trees up. Well, I have a theory for that, but. A couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, 
there were packages sent to a lot of people in America that contained Chinese seeds. I remember that. And some people took some people took it upon themselves to say, "Hey, well, let me see what these trees are about," and they end up planting them. So, and at the end of the day, people felt. <laughs> wait, wait! You just not gonna say that. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> like that shit is normal. Bro, nothing surprises me anymore, dog. It's normal for me, dog. Like I got these say, random you know seeds in the mail, and I didn't order them. Let me plant them. Yet I feel obligated <laughs> to plant them, and I don't typically plant things. But <laughs> this is America. Just here, bro. That's that's what people out here do, man. Like. Shout out to all the plant moms and plant dads out there, too. If you're listening, you may not want to plant seeds from a country that really doesn't like you. Just, <laughs> it doesn't but no, like you. At the end of the day, we, we do have to, as a society, understand that we, are, we do live in a, a, a country. We do live in times of exporting, import and export. Boats are boats are constantly traveling from country to country, continent to continent on a daily basis. So when you get these rare type of bugs that come into places and viruses, it's not as it's not as um it's not as unique as unique as you want to believe it is. I mean, it's just as unique as you catching a virus that has a ninety nine point six percent rate you know, a fatality rate. I mean, well, a one point six percent fatality rate. At the end of the day. Chance is chance, but something like a bug or seeds or something like that coming here. I mean, look at look at where we live now. Like, like we live in a place where the logistics industry is very powerful, and we can't keep an eye on everything that's being important here. Like, don't get it twisted. There are human beings being trafficked from Somalia into the U.S. right now as we speak. You know, and who knows what type of diseases or or you know illnesses these people are carrying who knows what what type of bugs they have in their suitcases the last little suitcase that they can carry you know some 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 immigrant that got denied entrance into Greece he's like damn you know they 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 find a smuggler and the smuggler like hey i can get you to us you know i can bring you into the port in new york and they like bet they get smuggled Unfortunately, they get smuggled into a life of prostitution. But hey, you you, you know, made it to the country. It's being stranded. At, yeah, it be it be being stranded at sea. You know, and 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 that's the that's the world we live in, man. It's it, it, it's a world of it's it's a world of decisions, and and it's a world of opportunity. It's a world that's that's why I hate virtual signalers so much, due to the fact that people always speak from a place of privilege. And zero empathy because of the fact that it's really easy to do that when you really don't have to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And the more I learn about politicians and politics in general, it it, it makes me re- it makes me hate it even more. Like people people think that it's a privilege to be like, well, I don't fuck with politics. And when I say that, I don't mean I don't fuck with politics because when you think about politics, Jay, what what comes to mind? Uh, corruption, lies, uh, man, 
manipulation. Yeah, Jeez. Those, those are first. Nothing. When I think of politics, nothing positive comes to mind. Do you know why that is? Why is that? That is because I appreciate that. Instead of you sitting there looking dumbfounded, talking about man, uh, I don't know. Thank you. Just that, that's what I'm talking. That's growth, Jay. I like that, Jay. Fuck Listen, you, man. <laughs> look, you go <gonna> look. <laughs> <laughs> The reason we feel like that about politics is because we have been poisoned by American democracy. What you explained just now is American politics. That is American democracy. At the end of the day, politics is a very, very simple thing. Politics in its simplest form is groups of people living amongst each other and the agreements they come to. It's tribes coexisting. It's people of different backgrounds coexisting. And the, the thing that keeps those people together are the politics. That doesn't mean necessarily corruption. That doesn't mean necessarily, you know, uh, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian. It doesn't mean any of that. It's literally if if me, if us, six of us were in a group chat, there's going to there's going to be politics involved. Because with politics may come favoritism. With politics may come seniority. That's Politics is very, it's a very simple thing when you look at the root of it. But over time, Americans have been plagued by the concept of American democracy, which is probably the worst form of politics on this planet. But then again, so many other countries have adopted politics that are terrible and that's why you have communism that's why you have socialism and that's why you have capitalism and all these other forms of 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 societies in politics and so on and so forth but the fact of the matter is politics isn't a bad thing but at the same time when i say i don't really give a shit about american politics when i don't give a shit about politics i mean american politics because you and i both know that in the past, in the last three years, I'm going to ask you another question, Jay. How much has your life changed between 2012 and 2020? And when I say your life has changed, I mean in regards to a definite impact, a direct impact from Obama being in office and Trump being in office. I was say, you were going down a deep, dark hole right there, my guy. But between between uh, between um, presidencies, not much, not much. I think most people, and I, and I said this on the IG live. I think if most people were being honest, and they, and when I say most people, I mean the average person that probably doesn't have a government job, that probably lives like the rest of America, whether it's check to check, or you work in a privatized industry, most of you haven't felt any significant impact from 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 American politics directly outside of a few things. Like maybe if you're LGBT, you may feel a little different. 
now since when Obama was in office to now, based on the fact that Obama did a lot for uh, LGBT. Um, you may feel a little bit different, you know, if you're a type of person that's on um, Medicaid or you were already on Social Security. You may have felt a little shift in that due to the fact that, you know, Obamacare did come about. But outside of that, if you're a able-bodied American between the ages of like 25 and 50, maybe, depending on what tax bracket you fall in, you probably didn't feel that much of a difference. So with that being said, oh, my bad, I was supposed to say that. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the big picture, man, Trump, Pence, Harris, Biden, Ricky Tootie. It's all it's all just one big circus, bro. You say what? That's that's nothing. I was just saying random names. Oh, <laughs> you definitely said something random. random but names. It, it's it's just a, it's just an American circus, bro. That's just how that's that's my that's my opinion on that. And, and then when, and the thing about when about people it. say you know I don't fuck with politics, that's fine. But I can understand and know about something, and that is what makes me not fuck with it. <laughs> Honestly, Dude, I, knowing knowing how knowing how some knowing how some people move, like that will let you know. Hey, I don't fuck with this person because I know this person is is down for some foolery it's that trash. I'm not trying to get into. So you can know about it, and that could be the reason you don't fuck with it. Ignorance is ignorance is not an excuse. At this age, bro, ignorance hasn't been an excuse for me for a long time, man. I'm sorry. There, it's just way too easy to know things. <laughs> it's way too easy to know things, man. And if you don't know something, you're choosing not to know it. Look. I think... Knowledge is also a curse because we know it is. Un unlike you, you can you can not not understand something, and as long as it doesn't affect you on your on a day to day basis, you wouldn't give a damn. You're you're able to let 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 it go off your back back like uh, water off a duck's back. Me on the other hand. I have to get to the root of it, even if it doesn't affect me, because my thirst for knowledge and understanding is just that deep. And when I understand, and that's why I go to you when I talk to you, talk to you about people's motives or you know why why people do certain things. That I go to you because on a, on an intellectual level, you can break it down from an outside standpoint looking in. And when you do that, and it's like, okay, I understand now, and then I can let it go at that point. But until I understand or I've come up with, with my own theory about it, I can't simply just let it go. See, that's the difference between me and you for sure. Because, I mean, you, what you said is right. Like, I know something because at one point it may have affected me and I dug only so deep. But then you have to relate it to your situation. You're like, okay, now i got to figure out exactly why this person is doing this. Because Well says... This is a possibility. He's giving me a theory. Now I need to make sure if the theory aligns all the way, which is which is going to be, you know, most of the time, not the case. Like, right. I can tell you about somebody, but I can only get 60 percent of them correct based on the fact that I don't have all the information. 
but you know this person personally. So therefore, you're going to be able to apply all types of of test and get to the answer. I can't because I don't know these people. But um, I mean, that's really how science works, and that's sociology and psychology. But um, yeah, man, um, I, that's I like what you said. I can know something and not want to fuck with it. And you know, and I know enough about politics to be like, it baffles me that people always have this mindset of your vote like people will look at you and like they'll, they'll like i've realized in the past you know few elections people tend to look at people and be like the way you're voting is gonna get people killed and i'll be sitting here like man that's a bit extreme and it's weird because it's like well you're the way you're voting you're saying the way you're voting is gonna i guess keep people alive and the way this person is voting is gonna get people killed then what about the people that don't vote? Like what you can't you can't blame them for nothing. So in all honesty, the only people that you can blame for the state of this country are the people that vote. Am I right? Yep. Based on that logic, yeah. Because because at the, because at the end of the day, the people that don't vote, I feel like there's a certain humility to a person that doesn't vote. Just like there's a certain there's a certain humility to a person that doesn't engage in, in American politics because I, I think, and I said it on the IG Live, and almost to quote Batman or The Dark Knight, I believe it's one of your one of your quotes. It's like, you know, you, what is it? You live long enough to see yourself, you know, you live, you you die live the long hero. enough to see yourself become the hero. You die, die the, the hero, hero or live yeah, long you know enough to become the villain. Yeah, that's what Amer- that's what happens in American politics. Like you have people that are these trailblazers that come along and they want to change the world. They want to they want to cause all this positive change, and then all of a sudden they got this this Jewish banker calling them up, like, "Hey, you you know you want to come to my island?" (laughs) (laughs) I got some pretty girls for you. They give the best massages. Relax, relax. We party out relax. here. Relax. <laughs> we we party out here. Relax. You're gonna like it. It's going to be the time of your life. Bruh. That is American politics, dog. Oh, man. <laughs> I I can't I can't relax, man. We took a week off. We took a week off, man. I'm I'm trying to put so much into this episode just in case we don't we take another two weeks off or another week off. But y'all need to I, I, to I, I told you I'm, I'm 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 minimizing my exposure right now. You're you're only getting so much <laughs> of me right now. It's all good. It's all good. Um, and I and I don't mean you. Like I mean the, the general public is only getting so much of me right now because I feel like I've been oversaturating <laughs> the public with me, and y'all not worthy. Um, <laughs> we don't deserve J. We don't deserve JS4. Uh, honestly, we don't deserve blog posts. Honestly, we don't deserve blog posts. I read some. I read. I read bars. some of my drafts. Them drafts was like, whoa. Yeah, y'all don't deserve these. Oh God, this nigga. Now you gassing yourself. I, I have to because nobody else Thank is. You. I have to because nobody else is. Yeah, man. If you don't think you the shit, nobody else will. I mean, that's, that's usually how it goes. But, um, man, you already know, man. We can we can go forever. Once we start getting the groove going, 
it, it's yeah that's when it that's when it gets uh tough to stop but um i know it's late over there where you are and as far as i'm concerned like you said you know we've we've actually given about three hours worth of conversation in the past you know because i did it live with with uh with uh with Raulito, aka Podcast Dio, and that gentleman is, is, is he's a smart gentleman. So shout out to him. Um, I wonder what his takes are going to be on this whole NBA bubble situation because I don't think he's put out a lot of content on that. I think he's been guest starring on other podcasts. But once again, I really wish you would have been there for that one, and I hope that y'all get a chance to do one because, like I said, he, he's a smart dude and he definitely knows how to carry a conversation. So that was fun. So I think that lasted about an hour. And then with you, we we had our uh, uh, two-hour session. That was fun, too, because it started off in a way that people probably didn't expect, you know, the whole no boundaries after dark thing. And I was happy to hear, you know, people actually being honest about their, you know, sexual explorations. Just based on the fact that we're grown now. And I know I know in my mind, Mahad is not underage, but he is underage. <laughs> and it was like... But he in the mix. <laughs> he's in the mix. Was, he he wants to learn. He wants to know. And I think the main thing about his generation is don't be so open-minded that your brain falls out. But be be curious. You know, you know, be be curious, be skeptical. And um at 19:20 just understand that you're going to you're going to find answers that you're going to realize are really unanswers 10 years later. 15 years later, you like, you're going to be like, bro, that was not the answer. I'm, I and missed that's, all and of that's that. What, straight up. Straight up. What you, what you mean you missed all that? That's what you're going to realize 10 years later. It's like, oh, I had that completely wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, man. Like I said, dude, there, I have conversations with, like, I, that one thing I like about No Boundaries Podcast, and especially the Instagram I have conversations with so many people in the DMs, you know, on a monthly basis to where it's like, I like to hear so many, I've heard so many different perspectives and I've just been able to like, just learn shit from so many people that know things that I don't know. And it's, it's been fun. It's been a fun ride. So I look back at all this shit. I just be sitting here like, damn, like that's what the, that's what the power of the internet is. And for all y'all that, if y'all have 52 minutes to spare, you definitely need to check out the the Internet of Everything. It's a documentary that I think is available on Amazon and YouTube. It's a good documentary, less than an hour long. I know we know we all know Jay can't last more than 15 minutes, but at the <laughs> end of the day, you know, 15 minutes of this documentary, you you'll see you'll see where I'm coming from when I say like, hey, the Internet does have good to offer. The Internet isn't just OnlyFans and stupid ass videos on TikTok by Jason Derulo and Will Smith like it's not just a bunch of clout chase, clout chasing individuals on Instagram and Twitter you know it's it has more to offer than that and um I really hope that the future generations take advantage of it in a more positive way whatever whatever they see is positive but you know I know what I see is positive but either way man FD didn't kill itself Politics as usual. <laughs> Politics as usual. Man. I know you got words of advice with all the shit you got going on in your mind. Hey, I do got and words of advice. And just for everybody out there listening, 
for everybody out there listening, understand, if I was able to do whole episodes by myself, I still wouldn't do them, just based on the <laughs> fact that <laughs> it's just too much pressure. Just understand that, you know, Jay is the producer of this show, and if 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 it is a 50-50 thing to an extent, but at the same time, like if one of our minds aren't right and it's not in the right place, then there's really no point of putting out an episode. So it's nothing to do with with just being it's not even about being lazy. It's literally about man, you you have three hour conversations, you put them out there and you're like, damn, you know, it's a lot to talk about, but I don't want to waste it. Like you said, you don't want to be oversaturated. You don't want to put so much of yourself out there. And people are like, eh, you know, like too much. of that. That's why I feel like I don't feel the need to always do an IG live every week. They're fun but they're not necessary every week, every day, because I do feel like eventually people will get tired of that shit. And, and even you saying that, and, and just, just between me and you, we know when we're in a good creative space. Like, we'll, we'll call it, we'll have an hour and a half phone conversation, be like, man, this would have been a bomb-ass episode. But we're just in that creative space where we don't care that we just basically wasted an hour and a half. It's like, oh, there's plenty more where that came from. You know, we can we can keep going. And then, like, honestly, I felt like I haven't been in that creative space. And so that and, and that, that kind of would. And I think that week off came at a right at a perfect time because I, I didn't feel like I was in that creative space. Like even like even when I even after I did JS3 and I was like, man, I thought there was going to be more like I felt like I was in a creative space, but I also felt like I forced that. I mean, I still feel like it was a good piece of work. But at the same time, I felt like, you know, that, that might have been me edging out of a creative space. And so sometimes sometimes <laughs> the break is taken just to, you know, not oversaturate, but to kind of realign that creative space, to, you know, just to take a beat and just be like, all right, you know, let me internalize some things. Let me get back to, you know, let me let me work on my layups, man. <laughs> work on my layups, work on my free throws. You know. But um, yeah, man, so. So, yeah, you know, it's it's always fun doing this shit. But at the same time, like you said, man, it's it's about being in the creative space. And it's I, I hate the, the, the term content creator because I just really feel like the unique about the, the unique thing about being a podcaster is it definitely enhances your conversation skills. It it tests your ability to be a spot on thinker and it's fun. So for me, it's more along the lines of just being you know not necessarily be creative but being you know influenced enough to to carry a conversation that's thought provoking because it's not like we're trying to create any type of art we're just having a conversation that becomes engaging and the conversations that we have that aren't on air a lot of times really just aren't politically correct although this show isn't politically correct just imagine this show on a hundred on our personal conversation, because I don't be giving a damn. But anyway, that reminds me, I have a, a politically incorrect topic we're gonna get into as soon as I stop pressing record on this episode. But um, yeah, so words of advice. <laughs> yes, sir. My words of advice are: I just had it pulled up and I closed the app. Uh, here they go. Words of advice: There is no right or wrong from people that view the world through a certain lens. And to break that down, um, when people have those those blockers on and they have that tunnel vision and they only see one thing and they only see one way and it's their way, 
regardless of what's happening around them, whether it's right, whether it's wrong, what they're doing, they don't see it. There's no there's no concept of morality at that point. So my words of advice are make sure that you see your surroundings. Make sure you look left before you turn right. Already, already. I like the way you broke that down. Um, my words of advice are, um, don't be, don't be afraid, especially in these times, don't be afraid to be a risk taker. And when I say that, I mean, there are certain levels of risk that you can take to where you find value in it. As in like, don't be so stubborn to the point where like, it's no to everything and you're just scared to live. Because at that point, if the only reason that you get up in the morning is to to make sure that you see another day without actually putting any value into that day, that's still a wasted day. So people just need, I think that more than ever, people need to realize that the to seek adventure in these times is still a sane thing that doesn't make you a bad person to want to seek adventure right now yeah we see the world's quote-unquote crumbling around us where they, they got motherfuckers talking about they got the blue blonic plague and shit you got you got tree bugs that's that's court getting you know multiple counties quarantine that don't matter that is a very small fraction of what's going on around you when there's still plenty enough of the world open for you to enjoy so don't be a punk. Don't be in a mindset of, I don't want to take any risk. I don't want to enjoy life. So get to it. Enjoy life. You know, things will get back to normal one day. But even then, like, if you can, shit, you better you better take advantage of these, of these fucking prices. Cheap <laughs> out here, bro. <laughs> better enjoy it while you can. Don't go crazy. But, you know, enjoy life, man. Life is not life is not meant to be lived in a bubble. No pun intended. <laughs> you know, life life is meant to be lived, man. Like no matter what's going on around you, like live life, man. Fifteen cent tickets? You can't put on a mask and social distance and go enjoy a, enjoy a movie. Like come on, you you don't you don't want to you don't want to get out of the house because you, you're you're scared. What the hell? If that's the case, then. Go to church. If you scared, anyway, man, that's all go I got. to church. Is that Ice Cube? Straight up, that Ice Cube? Straight up. I, I believe it is. Might be. Might be. I what believe it is. <sighs> well. But it, we always, as always, we appreciate all the support out there. If you got your merch and you enjoy enjoy your merch, make sure that you you plug us on the IG. Uh, it's a marketing thing, and it also it's nice to see the people that aren't afraid to to represent no boundaries in public. And um, at this point, if you if you want some if you want some gear, you want some merch, hey, hit us up. Small donations being taken, depending on who you are. You know, we may waive the fee. <laughs> no, but anyways, no seriously. Fuck with us, we fuck with you. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?